Welcome to Occasionally Awesome. I'm Nick Youssef. I'm Kevin Christie. Uh, how's it going? It's going fine. Um, that's it? Yeah. <laughs> that's one of those answers where it sounds like it's fine. not. It's going fine, I swear. It's, it's going fine. Are you still yeah. back in the gym? No. Oh. <laughs> Why are you no. <laughs> with that for, no. what, two weeks? Yeah. <laughs> I play tennis more regularly now, and so that... Define regularly. Like three times a week. That's good. Yeah. That's and really good. Since I play with Kirk... Fox. Oh, it's like playing six times a week. I almost die. At the end of every... Yeah. It's that kind of thing where I come home, I take a shower, and I can't do anything because I'm still sweating long after I'm out of the shower. Wow. So I have to wait to put on clothing because what would be the point? Yeah. Yeah. No, I... I, I you have to we, take a shower because you took a shower. Yeah. You're like, I'm so exhausted. Yeah. That exhausted me more. And Kirk gets up super late, so we play in the middle of the day when it's the hottest. Of course, yeah. And uh, I'm almost dying by this. So what are you going to do in the summer when it's like 90 every day? Still, Still play. play at noon? Yeah. Damn. I mean, it's definitely awful. Hardcore tennis. But the nice thing is it's empty there when it's like that. Yeah, and there's true. one court where a tree hangs over the fence and the bench is kind of in the shade. So when you stop playing for a minute to drink water, you're in the shade. Yeah. And by you, just you. Kirk's still like, no, no, I'm good. Stopped. Kirk does this thing where he wears like a full workout suit play- while we play. So it's 90 <laughs> degrees. He's in like a, a jogging type jacket, running like the kind of pants you would wear to jog. Yeah. And I'm in like shorts and a t-shirt dying. <laughs> and he's kicking my ass while like in a sweat lodge. Yeah. Yeah, it's a testament to our difference in tennis ability. Yeah, it is. When you see people, you're like, how do they do that? It's like, oh, they're just more athletic humans. Yeah, he's a was at one point an actual athlete. Yeah. Like anything you do to get to that, you just can't because he naturally yeah. is years above the ability. Recently, I've started playing better. Like I've gotten like noticeably better. But So for me, I'm probably 20% better. And for him to... He just goes like one percent more. Yeah, and I'm now I'm just I'm getting. And he's still seventy percent better. Than yeah, that. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, that's funny. He'd have to be deep into his seventies for me to beat him. Yeah, and even then he'd be like fifty-fifty. It would be the yeah. I'd, it would be yeah. very close. You'd barely win. He'd win the next one. Yeah, he'd barely win the one after that. Yeah. he'd win the next one. Yeah. yeah. Um. So what's today's date? Today is the twenty. Well, Tuesday 23rd. would be twenty-fourth. Yeah. Uh, this Friday, everybody, my album comes out. Snap. Um, you're going to buy it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even a question anymore. You're going to do it. Yeah. Uh, you can pre-order it right now, actually. Uh, so if you use iTunes or if you want to help out, um, buy it or pre-order it, and then you can have it. May 27th. It's called 1982. Uh, my name is still Nick Youssef for it, so you can look that up. Uh, and then it'll be on, you know, Spotify, Amazon, Google Play, all that fun stuff, Apple Music, all that shit. Vinyl later in the summer. Uh, so there's links fucking everywhere. Go to my website, nickyousef.com. It's on my Twitter. It's on my Instagram in my bio. Uh, it's all over the place. It's very easy. Um, and, uh, and yeah, so that's that. I'll be on the road. Uh, Portland, Oregon, uh, June 2nd through 6th. I'm at the Bridgetown Comedy Festival. Jacksonville, Florida, June 9th through 11th at the Comedy Zone. Raleigh, North Carolina, June 16th through 18th at the um, go- at Good Nights. Sorry, and then this is a little bit after that. July 10th, San Diego. I'm headlining the American Comedy Company. Uh, it's one night, one show. Come out to that if you live in San Diego. I have not been down there in a little while, um, so hasn't changed. 
Yeah, San Diego's still the same. Uh, but every once in a while, people are like, when are you fucking coming back to San Diego? Uh, this is it. July 10th. I will be down there doing one show, one night. Let's get our asses out there and fill those seats. That's a great little room, downtown San Diego, if you're not familiar. Uh, it's a super cool club. Um, so that's that. Also, uh, this week, I'm on the Sklarborough County podcast. That's the Sklar Brothers podcast, who are fucking... So funny. funny Those guys dudes. are the best. Very funny man. Um, I'm on their podcast uh, that comes out actually today as well. And then um, I just did Ari Shafir's, so stay tuned for that one. That'll be out. And then Burt Kreischer's, that one's coming out as well. Uh, so check me out on those. We'll be talking about all kinds of different stuff that we probably don't really cover on this podcast, <laughs> no. um, which is cool. So... Uh, and then more stuff to come and then obviously just go to Twitter and Instagram and my website for all the details and again get my album May 27th brand new I love you uh, unless you don't buy it in which case I don't have any feelings towards you yeah. <laughs> um, so we love our guest today one of our favorite guests for sure yeah. this is her second third third I think third third appearance might yeah. be fourth maybe third no uh, third Leslie Grossman yeah <laughs> Is the obviously the best. We, yeah. we she went on a trip to Japan mm-hmm. with her family. Yeah, and I first time ever there. Yeah, first time ever. I wanted to hear Leslie's a person whose opinion of a place I trust. Yeah, as far detailed. as whether or not I would be able to go to a place like that. Yeah, she's an opinionated person. She's very and particular. We, yeah, we have many of the same <laughs> problems with life in general. <laughs> right. So I feel like she, she's like a. She's like a scout that goes ahead yeah. and and scouts the, a place for me, lets me know yeah. how it's going to be, how I'm going to feel about it, and because I know the based on how she feels about it, I will feel similarly. Yeah. She yeah. she is also if you've heard her on the podcast, you know, she's fucking hilarious. We did an entire episode on the best mint chip chocolate yeah. ice cream flavors and she had Opinions and very, like very, feelings yeah. and thoughts on the different brand. It's like she does her her research yeah. and gets into things. So she went to Japan and got into it. Has 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 opinions on how to like fly there, how to take the trains, like the kind of food they have. Yeah, it was a very like uh, it was a very like I don't I don't know the, like the right word for it, but it was a very like average person's vacation there she wasn't like i went on, on an all-expense paid trip yeah. to whatever and i you know flew first class stayed at the nicest hotels in the world that we couldn't relate to we'd be like i'll never have that trip to japan yeah but she did it the way we would all do it you yeah. know she is like a, a mother she a, a wife you know, went with the family like had that experience yeah. you know like the way a lot of us would have um so you'll gain you'll gain some like knowledge on how to like go to a foreign country it demystified it for me a little to the yeah, point like, too. oh, I could go to Japan. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I would do it like she did. I'm like yeah. your average person that would be like, I don't know how to speak the language. Yeah. I've never been here. I can't buy my way through the country and have like the easiest experience. Yeah. Like that's how it's going to be done for us. And she's very particular about things. So I was just like, I'd have a problem with that too. How did she handle <laughs> yeah. the subways and like the way she was so happy about getting a Coke yeah. out of a vending machine yeah. and the way they had it available I'm like they don't have things like that in America no. there's a lot of Japan where I was like I want that here mm-hmm. how do we get that here yeah we usually get it but like five years later yeah or not as good yeah no like they just take away a few of the options and we're like well that's now a shitty version of that yep um, so yeah uh, it's a fun episode she's always fun to have on she's so funny 
She's so funny. Miss Leslie G on Twitter. Uh, you guys should follow her. Um, she's hilarious. And her Instagram, I'm going to look up right now. Leslie Grossman, actually. Uh, not Miss Leslie G. That's Twitter. Uh, Leslie, G-R-O-S-S-M-A-N. Follow her there. Um, and enjoy this episode, you guys. Uh, is there anything else? Are we leaving anything else out? Nope. I don't think we are. Don't think we are. No. All right. That's it, guys. Uh, enjoy this episode. We'll see you next week. Actually, I need to eat some of this donut. So, Kevin, you okay. start. I want to first start with how you felt towards the flight and getting there. You're just we're starting right at the top. There's yeah. no explanation. Well, yeah, we'll tell in the intro. Oh, okay. We'll know where you yeah. First of all, I want to say hi to your listeners, <laughs> <laughs> who you have wonderful listeners, who give me wonderful Twitter feedback. Oh, that's lovely. Whenever I'm on the show, yeah. this is my third appearance. Right, third. It is. I'm really excited about yeah. it. You and be, I look, you're, now you're beating Jerry. Well, I look forward to a fourth appearance, and that's going to have to be food related again. Yes. Okay. I feel like right. that's a burger. This one's sort of food related because yeah. you're eating donuts while we do it. Yeah. But Kevin has mentioned 17 times these donuts are vegan, which makes zero. That's like I had vegan friends in college that were the fattest people I've ever met. No, I don't think it's an issue of weight gain. What I will tell you because I've eaten these several times They're really now. good. You can eat more of them than other kinds of donuts and you don't feel as gross afterwards. Okay. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Okay. So here's how I felt about the flight. Now, I want to just say that my daughter is now a nine and a half and I had not traveled internationally since before she was born. I've been to Mexico and Canada since doesn't her count. birth. That doesn't count. Doesn't I mean, count. I went to Cabo and Vancouver. Doesn't that's count. not the same. That's like, yeah, that's like going that's to... That's lower San Diego yeah. and upper Portland. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You just hit it right on the head. So... Uh, what well, Someone I know did a great job of describing those places, like going to, when you go to Cabo or the Caribbean and places yeah. like that. They said it's not... Uh, international traveling it's just going to a faraway bar yeah. <laughs> it was it was perfect I'm like there's no better way to put that uh-huh. Cabo's like a giant Acapulco restaurant yes, yeah exactly and it's yeah. all Americans it's yeah. just taking a long flight to a bar yeah <laughs> I was it, like that's such a great because you get there it's all Americans everyone's yeah. partying you get no culture you can spend American dollars totally yeah, yeah everyone speaks English 100% yeah. yeah it was just such a great way to put it you know what nail on the head excellent yeah. and Thank it was you. one of those things where you hear it and you go I wish I thought of that. Mm-hmm. I wish I could take credit for that. Yeah, that's you know. a good one. So what we did was we took every, we've been saving up miles for years. Yeah. And whenever I was like, oh, let's use this to go to New York. My husband was like, no, we are saving this for an amazing, <laughs> amazing trip. Yeah. So we were able to go first class, which was Whoa. great. John's bought me lunch for the sake of points before. <laughs> and also That's he's funny. very into, there's several different cards that yeah. all go to one place. Yeah. There's management of cards. There was getting mm-hmm. rid of cards and then new cards and then cards that I can only use at certain places to that, maximize yeah. the, like he's very. And they all go to miles. Precisely. Wow. And you can pull them all into the same place. Okay, cool. And certain cards that if you use them at certain gas mm-hmm. stations and markets, they triple. It's exhausting. Wow. All I know is... <laughs> it's exhausting. I've rolled my eyes at him many times. Not as exhausting as an international flight coach. Yes, exactly, which is intense. Yeah. So we went on All Nippon Airlines, which is a Japanese airline. Right. And it was 
Ama- it- it's not decadent. Okay, I don't like flying. Like, who would like flying? It's awful, yeah. and I think I'm going to die the entire time. Like right now, no listeners going, ooh, me, 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 yeah. flying, yeah. flying, love But it. I want to yeah. tell you, I wouldn't have minded if the flight was even longer. No, well, no. I swear Why? on my hair. Because <laughs> my hair. I want to explain to you that it, the service is on another level. Like, when you fly domestically in America, yeah. it is... Abusive. Yeah. The, be- yes. the behavior. They look at you like, what the fuck are you yeah. doing? It is 100%. a misdemeanor. Like, well, I paid yeah. to fly here. Fuck no, you. If they yeah. smile at you, that's supposed to be like, oh my God, this is the greatest service that's ever happened. Yeah. Like, it is, I don't have to tell you or your listeners how <laughs> subpar domestic air travel is in America. It's, right. it's like worse than a Greyhound bus. It's yeah. full of drunk people. You know this. And the people that yeah. work there are awful. So this is entirely different. That also, you know that in Japan, and we could talk about this later, there is no tipping anywhere. And it was really hard for me to get used to that because, first of all, I think the people are paid properly, so they don't need to rely on tips to make ends meet. But yeah. not only that, their feeling is, I have enormous amount of pride in my work. I'm not working to get extra. Like, I have pride in what I do. Yeah. So the service is incredible. The service on the plane, it's like the most beautiful women you've ever seen in your life who are speak perfect English, who are lovely. The food is amazing and you don't eat like when they tell you you it's a restaurant and you order however much you want and when you want it. Wow. So I had my caviar service, you know, <laughs> oh, within Jesus. an hour of takeoff. Get the fuck it was out pods. It. Like where oh, they turn God. your pod oh. when you want into a full bed where they put like I've heard of these, yeah. they put like a mushy thing down. Yeah. Then they make your bed. Then there's pillows and blankets, like real comforters and things like that. But they turn you into sushi roll. But here, yes, <laughs> yeah. they do. They, lay, they roll you up and then good. they put some ponzu sauce. Yes, on they it. do. A little wasabi. <laughs> the only thing is, and that's different flying on this airline, is that the captain does not speak to you or acknowledge you. There huh. was. I'm going to call it significant turbulence. <laughs> he does not turn on the seatbelt sign and does not discuss it. Wow. And so that made sleeping not so great. And like, I mean, turbulence, like my drinks spilled everywhere. Oh, and wow. they're like, oh, your drinks spilled. And they just come and clean it up. I want my guy to be like, listen, in 10 minutes, shit's going down. Yeah. It's going to last for about 15 minutes. I'm turning on the seatbelt sign. Don't uh-huh. go to the bathroom. I like that. I want you to hold my hand through it. There was right. no discussion of it. That was the one thing that wasn't cool. They also... I don't know if you heard that this week they came out with some study that people who have to walk through first class to get to the back of the plane have air rage. That when you have to see people being served champagne. Right. So the study that came out, it was on the news this Whoa. week. What this airline does, which is genius, is there are three entrances. There yeah. is the first class entrance, there is the business entrance, and there is the economy entrance. Yeah. So you don't see whoever is not in your world. Wow. They give you pajamas to change into when you get there. (laughs) Are you serious? There's a changing room. You put your cashmere blend pajamas on, which my husband stole from the plane. Um, Of course. It's it's just, it's lovely. And they're so lovely and nice. The only thing is their TV offerings were not good. Like it said, season 14 of Project Runway, which I haven't watched for like five years. And I was like, perfect. I watched the first one. I was like, I'm in. And then no more episodes. And I was like, no, 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 no. It was only, that was 45 minutes. I need the whole thing. Anyway, the flight itself, incredible. Couldn't have asked for anything more. Very spoiled, but we used every point. Yeah. Three first class tickets may have been 600,000 points. We also, (laughs) 
not very much, but did pay to also bump up to get the first class. Yeah. Like we met, like if you are close but not quite there, you can pay a little bit to bump you into that. It cost me 70,000 Amex points yeah. to fly to New York economy. Yeah, exactly. It's insane yeah. how they rape you with those points. Yeah, so anyway, the flight was amazing. Um, and, you know, we decided to take my daughter, which I don't think we could have done this with her earlier. She's, like I said, nine and a half. It's a big trip. It's not oh, yeah. relaxing. It's exciting. But you're on your toes. And you're <laughs> moving every minute of the day. Like, you're not there to chill in the hotel room. Yeah, there's no, yeah. No, no. Like, yeah. you're there to get out there. You're and, sightseeing. Yeah, we're foreign. never coming here again. <laughs> see See yeah. as much of it as possible. Ever. Exactly. It's a big, big trip. So, the jet lag going there, not bad. You get in in the afternoon, mm-hmm. you beast it till 9.30, and then you get up at 5. <laughs> beast it. You get up at like 5.30 in the morning, and then you're like, you know what? I feel okay. Yeah. And yeah. we stayed at great hotels where, again, the service was so incredible, I can't begin to explain it. Like, it's a different, it's just a different level of service. I wonder where, why that is. It's like, it's so much better than, than in America. Okay, shame. Me, well, well, first of all, shame is a huge element of their culture, but let me tell you what I learned. And P.S., Please, nobody tweet me about me being incorrect or not knowing. I am not here to purport that I am some Japanese history person or that I am an expert on their culture. I'm telling you my personal opinion from my trip. Yeah. (laughs) She just stomped her feet for those of you listening at home. What is the basic tenet? She's also holding a scepter. Yeah, 100%. What's the basic tenet of America and American thought? It's individualistic. I am the most important person, and my success is what matters. Me, 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 more and more for me, me, me. 100%. Japan is the diametric opposite. Japan is about the size of the state of California, so it's much smaller, and it's a homogeneous country, so there's most people are the same there. It's not a melting pot. And a huge element of Japanese culture and ideals is being courteous and concerned for the whole, and that when you work for the whole, everything runs well. Well, that is so not what this garbage fire of a country is, particularly right now. It's a garbage fire. It is fire. a garbage fire, and yeah, we are yeah, watching yeah. it burn to the ground right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's, like, when you watch the video on the plane, like their safety video, there's almost no mention of safety. Almost the entire video is about how to be courteous to other passengers and don't be a dick. And if you're going to do this, think about the other people around you. That's just not an American ideal. And so I think that you feel that the minute you land that like we got there, you have to take a train from the airport into Tokyo. You could take a bus that could be two and a half hours. It's far. The airport is far from Tokyo. And so you take an express train. That's like an hour and 20 minutes we just got off a 12 hour flight. It's two o'clock in the morning. I'm with a kid. You're like sideways. And I'm like, I have to now figure out how to get, I have to go through customs, get to the train with all my baggage, get on the right train. It was a little confusing when I tell you that people will like, you ask someone, you know, Narita express, which is like the express train. And they're like, they don't even speak English. Like come with me and they will walk you to the ticket thing, walk you through getting your ticket and then walk you to your train platform. What? That is a very common occurrence that happens all the time. Like, yeah. It's just a different way of thinking. It's a different, wow. it, it's so lovely and it makes you want to do that for other people. Yeah. 
very very few people in Japan speak English, which I thought was really interesting because I think the feeling is, why do I have to speak English? This is my country and this is the best yeah. country. It is so first world there. It makes our it makes America look third world. Yeah. It's as if and now I realize I'm monologuing and I'm going to end after this statement. <laughs> but um, Tokyo is New York City, 60% more populated with more buildings. But if New York City had no crime, ran perfectly and was spotlessly clean. Yeah, they steam clean that garbage pile. No, it's... There, I saw one little area of homeless people by the Shinjuku train station. Mm-hmm. And I need you to understand what their homeless encampment was like. It was... All the same blue tarp, uh-huh. like it was coordinated. They had coordinated with each other, <laughs> and it was the cleanest, most well put together. They had like addresses no. on, their, <laughs> on their tarps. 100%. It was also a Mac Genius counter. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just like, and and I, like I asked one of our tour guides about because you really don't see many homeless people. I'm like, are there homeless people in Japan? And she said. There are people who don't want to like live in regular society, but they kind of have their own society that is separate oh. and they don't really bother anyone. And so they'll live in their encampment or they're part of the park and it's not a big deal. It's, it's just anyway, but that whole way of thinking about the whole as opposed to the individual is what to me was the biggest difference and what was so incredible. Sorry. Because I find it what intimidates me about Japan. And my brother went too and he thought it was awesome. Yeah. It's the like, oh, I won't know how to find a goddamn thing. And I felt the same way. They do have (laughs) some signs in English, but there's this book and I can't, I'm mad at myself. I didn't remember the name of it. Everybody takes it to Japan and Japanese people are familiar with it. It's like the cutest little book you've ever seen. (laughs) That's all like basic phrases that you need in Japanese. And you need to know a few words like excuse me, which they use for basically everything is sumimasen. Mm-hmm. And if you're just like sumimasen, and they're like in with you. They're like, yeah, they're like, oh, a white person needs help. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And one of us. They now. are there to help you and to, uh, Nick is bringing the plate of donuts to himself. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm trying to reach over it's without knocking you. it over. By the way, if you picked up that whole plate and just put it on your lap, yes. I'd be fucking impressed. I would yeah. admire it. Um, like, you know what today is? To this. And if you say like, arigatou gozaimasu, which is thank oh, you very much. Good. Yeah. Like any of these things, I think that they're very appreciative of the fact that you're trying and you look at your little guidebook and you can figure, it's weird, you can figure it out. Also, like the train system is Highly confusing, but runs so beautifully. I heard it's, yeah, one of the most efficient, like, on-time trains. You don't understand. Yeah. Imagine a subway. Also, nobody talks on the subway. What? Nope. It's, it's on time until Godzilla attacks it. It's exa- well, that's well, that's true. true. Yeah, that's it what stops it. It is dead silent because it's rude to talk on the train and to bother people. Oh! It is oh my God. <laughs> spotlessly clean, and th- there is no eating on the street. You do not eat on the street people think it's rude which was very hard for me <laughs> because I am a committed yeah. on the go street eater yeah where you're like where are the, the, the Euro carts yeah, and churro stands you're like this is bullshit like, when I'm in New York I am 100% shoving a piece of raised pizza in my face oh, yeah. as I'm walking no and I felt weird taking my water bottle out to like take a sip there are no trash cans yeah. In the bathrooms, there are no paper towels. What? What? You what? are responsible for your own trash. Whoa. And my friend, Michelle Nader, who had gone a week before I did, said, bring many little trash bags and paper towels to wipe your hands. And I brought them and I use them every day. You collect your own trash in your what? own bag and you take it home with you. It's 
fascinating. That's probably another reason why raw denim's so big there because you can just wipe your hands on yeah. your jeans. The yeah. quality of the clothing there. Oh yeah, is you don't understand. Like even their shitty stores, you're like, this is the thickest cotton I've ever felt in my life. Yeah. Like every <laughs> everything is better there. It's just <laughs> it's so great. Like. The food quality is so good. So there's weirdly a lot of Italian restaurants in Japan. They love Italian food. And we went to an Italian restaurant where there was this awesome Italian chef who... Like his, from Italy. Like an Italian no, dude or a... No, Valentino from Italy. Okay. <laughs> that living, was his in, name. Yeah, living in Kyoto, enough. Japan. Okay. He's a Michelin star chef. Mm-hmm. Kyoto is a city of, I believe, one and a half million people. Don't tweet me. I don't care if I'm wrong. <laughs> but the, the chef told us that in a city of one and a half million people, there are 157 Michelin star restaurants. That's an insane Guess number. how many are in Los Angeles? Two. There's 15. It's like Moza, Providence, yeah. like, and then yeah. other places that you don't frequent yeah. very it's often. It's hard to get. Uh, a, it's really hard, but the yeah. food quality is so good. Like it, like the American food system. You're like, oh, okay, I'm eating. This is from a computer. Like yeah. the food I'm eating is <laughs> yeah. melted plastic that was put in a 3D. Printer. A robot <laughs> took a dump yeah. in a plastic container, yeah. and now I'm eating. Even it. robots would be like, "This is gross. <laughs> yeah, like, not to my standards." Like yeah. the strawberries that I ate, I was like, "Oh, I've never had a strawberry before." Well, I can't. I've many times bought fruit from a market. Yeah, and I take it home and eat it, and I'm like, I don't taste anything. <laughs> We've all had like the yeah. ghost strawberry where you eat yes. it, you're like. Why doesn't this taste like anything? Yep. It, especially, I notice it with honeydew melon. You eat it, you're like, nothing. I'm yeah. tasting nothing. I feel yeah. it. Yes. There's no taste in this. No, it's just water. Yeah. It's like when you wring out a lime and nothing comes out. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, and then you get a real one and you're like, oh, I just like, I, there's a gallon of juice in this yeah. tiny little lime. Like, so this chef told me that he was putting his like weekly food order and he was like, and I need whatever, how many pounds of sea bass. And they were like, oh, it's not in season. And he said, what do you mean it's not in season? It's sea bass. There's always sea bass. And they said, no, we dictate the temperature of the water the water is not cold enough right now for the sea bass to be good so we don't order it like that's how intense it is we went to that famous fish market which was insane just the best it's the (laughs) that famous famous fish market that they're moving at the end of the year that's that's in japan yes it's called the like no it's in tokyo it's like the i can't i'm not gonna pronounce it right that's the jiggy that's a the fish market. Everyone yeah. knows when you're a tourist, you go to the fish market. Where's Gwen Stefani when you need her? I know, right? <laughs> and so there's... And by the way, I want to tell you that we went to this thing called the Robot Restaurant, which is like... <laughs> I already love this place. It's a tour, I'll show you videos on my phone, but it's if anyone can Google it. If you Google Robot Restaurant uh, Tokyo, you'll find it. Tokyo, robot Restaurant Shinjuku, it'll come up. And it's... I can't explain it. It's just big costumed robots what? and people and Japanese girls in bikinis shredding on electric guitars oh, and it's what? insane yes. and I was like George Miller stole every bit of this for Mad Max Fury Road wow. which was my favorite movie of last year and yeah, if you see amazing. the robot restaurant show you're like I kind of think that he came here yeah. and ripped this off it seems like, like yeah right, Blade Runner too like they took a trip to Japan was like wait a minute let's make this dirty yeah 100% and yeah. so like you could see where Gwen Stefani all she did was go to Japan yeah. and just <laughs> literally copy everything that she saw because there's so much like unique so many different like 
I'm telling you, like we went to so many shrines, like these beautiful shrines. Like the art Whoa. is the best art, and the architecture is the best. Like, I'm telling you, it's the best place in well, the world. Remind, when I was a kid, you'd always hear like they have Super Mario Brothers three in Japan. You're yeah. like, how? <laughs> what yeah. do you mean? Why do they have it first? They're like there was the like, Super Nintendo two. You're like, what the fuck are you saying? And yeah. why? Like where? Uh-huh. It's like they've been hiding Japan from us <laughs> until until we've had enough internet access yeah. that we could find it on our own. Yeah. We're like, this is what they're keeping from us. Yeah. 100%. Let me give you one last example of why I was like, I need to live here. So there's vending machines everywhere. They're very into vending machines. And you can get anything you want out of a vending machine. Any kind of drink. They have clothing. They have, they're famous for their vending machines. Yeah. They're incredible. So we were at a very famous shrine. It's the Golden Temple in Kyoto. It's the most beautiful place I've ever seen. It's all done in gold leaf. It's where Steve Jobs went and said it was the single most inspirational place he's ever been in his entire life. Whoa. And it's just, it's so crowded and so packed, but it doesn't even matter. It's so beautiful. So it was like hot. And I was like, oh, you know what I would love? Like I said out loud, I was like, I would just love like not a big one, just like a small Coke with ice, just like a cup of ice with a fresh Coke. Not three minutes later, there's a vending machine. Oh, you want a small cup of Coke with fresh ice? It's in this vending machine right here. And I literally got weepy. Like I got, my face got hot and I was like, that is amazing. Steve Jobs was right. It was just, and and that was in addition to like 75 other beverages you might want. Like the best green tea. You want it sweetened, you want it lightly sweetened, you want it heavily sweetened. We have 17 flavors. In a vending machine? In a vending machine. And it was like, the cup came out the fresh ice came out and then the Coke came out and I was like, this is perfect. It was just great. It was just awesome. We had Someone, such a good time. I don't remember who I was talking to about this. I don't remember if this was something we talked about on the podcast, but yeah. there was something to the reason that the, the pride in being Japanese is so is so complete and, and the like amount of Subculture divide like people like there's so many subs subgenres of pop culture and they yeah. get so hyper specific is because there's it's not a religious country. Well, I'm happy you brought that up. <laughs> <laughs> there's two religions: Zen Buddhism, yeah, and Buddhism, and something called Shintoism. Yeah, Shintoism is like the most lovely way to view the world you can imagine. It Even is the more worship. So than Buddhism? It's the worship of nature. Okay. And it's that God is a rock, is a tree, is the wind, is the sky, and that it's it's for everybody. So yeah. it's that band fish. Exactly. <laughs> but it is and they build shrines to their Shinto shrines, which are so beautiful. It's just like there's no terrorism there. People don't want to fuck with you. It's like yeah. you do your thing and, and the shrines are amazing. Like it's it's just I'm so glad you brought that up like, because that's another aspect of like, well, that's brilliant and like got a yeah. great way to see the world and it like, and it doesn't like. That's why the world's so clean because they're worshiping yes. nature. They're like, well, we can't just throw trash. Exactly. Yeah, why would you litter on your God? And they don't want to, and like I asked like a couple days we had tour guides to take us around and I would ask them like, do people like, like try to tell other people what to do with their bodies? And they were like, no, 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 that doesn't exist here. Like, You just, you know, it's all like you can do your thing. It's just, it's a very, it's just an entirely different way of viewing the world. Wow. So that, I I feel like now we've gotten to a. Now, what was day two like? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I do want to tell you that we traveled by um, bullet train. No way. I've always wanted to go on Shinkansen, which is the most amazing. It was the best thing I've ever been on. It was, again, one of our train trips was three hours and I was like, I wish that was nine hours. This is the most <laughs> relaxing thing I've ever done. 
there's, you know, on the train, there's Wi-Fi and you can plug all your devices in. Wow. And it, we took the bullet train the day that Lemonade came out, that the Beyonce <laughs> right, yeah, thing yeah. came out. And I was like, oh my God. First of all, technology. And they're all, everyone gets a free copy. Oh and you're God. like, Japan's exactly. the best. Yeah. Beyonce's here on the train. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was, I, I wouldn't have been surprised. Like, oh, fuck. So, like, the, the, first of all, the fact that when I traveled last time, I don't even think I had a cell phone. Like, when I really traveled, traveled internationally, yeah. I watched all my housewives on my phone. I could watch Fear the Walking Dead. Like, I was all caught up on my shows, right. which felt great. Like, I was still in the world. Do you have WhatsApp on your phone? Yeah, I never use it, but I have it. Um, it's the greatest thing ever. It's yeah. an app that you get. Um, ISIS loves it because it's really encrypted and they can't, you can't, uh, (laughs) no one can ever bust into it. Right. So, but you, um, can text and call for free Mm -hmm. all your friends. So I was talked to people, like I talked to my friends all the time, like I was at home. Yeah. Um, but then on, so on Didn't get a call. Didn't get a single (laughs) call or text. (laughs) (laughs) On the bullet train. Um, there's like a woman who's pushing food up and down the aisle. Like you get, uh, oh, I forgot to tell you this. The train stations have the best food you've ever seen (laughs) with food. Like they're like food halls and all the department stores, like their version of Neiman Marcus, which has all the fancy stuff, has like a basement level. Yeah. That's imagine like your, because I love all Asian foods. Like imagine your dream and it just goes on and on. Like, oh, there's the best tempura and there's like the best chicken salad I've ever had in my life and like yeah. just everything so you go to like train stations like that too so you go and they have like to go mini boxes of sushi that are like the best sushi you've ever you guys it was just great <laughs> we just had a really good time and I really want to go back it's just I wish it wasn't such a major situation and why do we not have a bullet train from LA to San Francisco I know I know like what and like why because we, our country's a garbage fire a gar- and I yeah. was thinking I we have more money than them by like a lot. I would be so embarrassed when a Japanese person comes to California or just to New York City. They must just scream and hide. Like, like on the inside, they, they must be screaming. The when they get to their system? hotel room, they must be screaming yeah. on the inside. Or they walk around and they go, oh, maybe it's under renovation. Like, <laughs> is it just yeah. not done? Are they working on another city? <laughs> like, we went to America. It was broken and they have not fixed it. <laughs> yeah. Like, you think they'd put up more signs that say, like, <laughs> yeah. uh, open during construction. They ran out of caution tape. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, I can't explain to you. You cannot compare their subway uh, to the... When you compare the subway to the New York City subway, it, it's like as if the apocalypse happened here, <laughs> yeah. and we were just like, "Yeah, we're still and up and running." And by the way, we bombed the living yeah. shit out of that country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like obliterated it. So, yeah, we flattened you, it. Now the the like everything. There's pluses and minuses to everything. Weirdest porn ever. Yeah. Well, you know what's interesting to me about Japanese culture is you think because, like the women, like everybody's so fucking chic like everyone is dressed so beautifully and right. you but you would think that it would be like a repressed sexual culture it's not like at that robot show like the girls are wearing like teeny bikinis there's a lot of like there's ads everywhere that are like super sexual which i thought was really interesting because it doesn't feel from the other parts of the culture that that would be there it, it's that's interesting to me um but you oh the shame element you brought that up in the beginning. That is a huge thing. And that it's embarrassing, I guess, for them to not be able to help you and to be able to know something. And one example was my husband can't have dairy because he's in Los Angeles. And so now he's 
convinced that he can't have dairy. I'm right. sure if he grew up in Ohio, he'd be drinking dairy. But this is what happens when you live here. Yeah. And so he had to have soy for his coffee. And he went to one coffee place and he said, that you know, we have nine types of soy. I like, which, well, <laughs> no, actually they, well, he, no, he wanted almond milk. They do have a lot of soy. They have great soy options. He wanted something that they didn't have. And he said, do you have this? And they said, you know, I'm really sorry. And the guy bowed and he went out. And then he up, stabbed you know, himself literally. in the stomach. And then just Way like, to go, John. You just killed the guy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then I think he just said one more time. He was like, he didn't think, he thought there was maybe a communication error. He was like, oh, no, I'm sorry. I mean, do you have this? And he said, the guy just bowed and never got up from the bow <laughs> until John left the store. Whoa. And John was like, I guess this conversation has concluded. I broke him. Yeah. You broke him. <laughs> what a great way to like yeah. end any conversation just, or fight or debate. You just bow and uh-huh. then wait for like, them to leave. Nope. I can't help you. Nope. And I can no longer try. No. And I, I just, I would love to do that now. Just if I don't want to talk to someone or I feel like we're done, I'm going to just turn my back on you and just be like, <sighs> we're, this is over. And there was an article, I believe it was in the New York Times, about how there is a problem as far as birth rate goes right now among Japanese people in their 20s because men and women have stopped hanging out, kind of. Really? Yeah, that there's like a bit of a problem in that. And they blame partially the level of porn there, that the dudes have gotten no. kind of so gnarly... <gasps> It's creeping out the girls, and when you go to like a nightclub, it's like split into like a junior high school dance. No way. Yeah, that men and women, there's so much like self service stuff you can get in Japan. Sure. That Pete, that I mean, they, they have sex robots. Oh, wait, yeah. no, yes, and it's almost like that movie Her. People aren't dating. Someone was telling me that that they have virtual girlfriends. Yeah. yeah. Yes, yes. Somebody yeah. told me that in Japan. Yes. That the dating thing has kind of gotten yes. weird because like. If you can't meet, you kind of tap out kind of early. Like, well, I just go home and nail the sex robot. And yeah. so you're not, there's yeah. not, the effort is going down. So they're having trouble getting like young people to hang out and date and like have normal. So sex has become destabilized. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, it's just become like too many, too many steps to actually make it worth. It's, that's happening here. Like yeah, I, totally. I, like I sit there and go. How many different things do I have to do to like go out with a girl and maybe get? Wow. Nah, I'm just gonna stay home. Wow, true. Yeah. Do you? Can I yeah, ask like, you a question? Open an app, talk to some, well, first Nick, find one, and then talk to her, then meet up with her, and then you're like, I'm I'm gonna read a book. Okay, I want to ask you this because Kevin and I are not dating, and you are dating. Yeah. How much of your dating life would you say is on the phone? Um. Right now, none of it because I don't. So you'd rather meet someone just like out in the world. Yeah, like I, I downloaded all those apps yeah. and then like I messed around on them, like how to you know look for people, have a few conversations. But I went on over a year ago when I first got on Tinder and used it. I went on one date and then <laughs> I, we just like hung out. Me and this like random girl talked for like hour and a half, so two weird. hours. And then that was it. I dropped her off at home. And that was I, it? Yeah, no no trying to get laid, no making out. I'd just gotten out of a relationship. I wasn't really like looking for that. I just okay. was like, I want to go through the motions of using yeah. a location-based like. thing and then like talking and then meeting up somewhere. It just yeah. felt so weird. And then I did it. And then since that, I'd like, I've matched with a bunch of people and had stupid little superficial conversations. Never did I go like, let's meet up, let's hang out. I just, it's too much effort for something I'm not really that interested in. But don't you think... I can only imagine in Japan. It's like... But like... Yeah. <laughs> but don't you... fucking if sex you robots? Virtual, they should, I yeah. watched a video. It was really funny. They had a virtual sex demo 
head like helmet thing and they put it on a guy they're like try it out and he tries it out and he starts like air humping obviously stop it and they were like all right your time's up and he wouldn't stop (laughs) did you see the one where they're like all right that's it and he was just like (laughs) Like, did you see the one where there's goggles on the guy and then he's holding on to like virtual (laughs) yeah that's it but then there's also a thing on his dick that's like and they were Simulating like, right, your, three like mi- your three minutes is up. And dude was like, want to bet? Yeah. And he just kept fucking the machine. This is very dark. Yeah. yeah. It was, I mean, I looked, I, I walked, cause it was like a gif of it. So yeah. it was like five or six seconds on Oh, I loop. watched all five minutes. <laughs> and then I just was like fascinated, but cause it looked so machine like it did nothing about it looked sexual, but he had these goggles on and you know, in, in the virtual world, it was just some oh, realistic amazing. looking chick. And then, but the way the machine was like set up like on him oh. and he was wearing a whole suit. So you couldn't see any like yeah. Yeah. His dick or anything like that, yeah. but like you can see this thing just going back and forth, <laughs> but very machine like it was so it was like this weird intersection between like the future of technology and now, and you're like, that's what we're but all going to be doing in 10 years. They're like the five years ahead, usually. Like our phones, our Japanese denim. Like <laughs> we usually, America kind of gets to a kind, we get a little Japanese slowly. Yeah. So that's where it's going. But let me ask you a question. That's my ice maker. My question, I thought that was your dog. Yeah. The question that I have for you is, but what, because I don't, Look, obviously there's going to be women that that will appeal to, but that is predominantly something that men are going to want because women, I think, really need that like emotional connection. Yeah. Don't you feel like if you're a dude and you get your virtual reality suit and you have sex with nothing and then you're done, that has to be a very dark place when you're over. Like, isn't that really bad? I would really imagine bad? it would be at first, but like everything else, you'd get used you to it. Yeah. Used like to in, it. in the same way, like when you first start watching internet porn where you're younger... <laughs> You're watching like hours of it or something because you're just like, hours. Oh. Yeah, and then there's multiple. You haven't win- seen it. You're like, well, I need to yeah. see it all. There's multiple <laughs> windows open, you're, and then you're just like, I've been online in my room in the dark for three and a half oh hours, my God. and it's you're in a dark place. Yeah, you're after like, wait a minute, I'm on page eighty five. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. And it's shameful, and you're like, oh, just Ugh. one genre. You're like Office. I, I'm on page eighty five of just Office. Yeah. <laughs> and then you, and then you get used to it. <laughs> wow. And then you're I'm like so glad that this is how boys are learning yeah. about women and sexuality. That's not Oh, it's I a can, real problem. I could imagine I mean being the ha- mother of a girl that's really great. Yeah. Like right now there are like 13, 14 year olds with access oh to like all this insane but stuff porn. that like is so hardcore and oh, yeah. upsetting and dark and yeah. fucked up and yeah. weird that will permanently change who they are as preteens and teens. Oh, yeah. Wait, there was one more thing I was going to ask you that, oh, like for instance, like women don't see, like, again, there's exceptions to every rule. Don't tweet me your <laughs> articles. But like there's, women don't see like prostitutes. Men do. That's like predominantly a male thing. Yeah, for because sure. I can tell you the main difference is that men don't give a fuck. They're not thinking about the woman's experience. They want to do what they want to do. I want you to know what yeah. I would think if I saw a prostitute. Do you want to know what I would think if I hired like a... A yes. male, like a what, what are they called? Gigolos. Hustler. A hustler, a gigolo. Yeah. I would be like, you think I'm disgusting. This is horrible for you. <laughs> yeah. You'd be like, am I the prettiest one you've oh ever my had God. Or the worst? I would yeah. be, I would be like, he thinks I'm so pathetic. Like I would be obsessed with what he thought about me. Like I would need, you I would be so wrapped up in his experience yeah. that 
like I don't men just don't do that do you know what I mean I think men are so in their experience I feel like the difference is like guys were are more likely to like I guess get prostitutes just to like get off or have like a quick emotionally disconnected like this yeah. is just sex but like I think women instead of doing that since they value more of like a connection yes. and which they, is such a cliche but it is no, true no, yeah for sure they just go on like 150 yeah. first dates a year that's that, true and don't end in sex or anything but yeah. That's and that's also easier for a woman to do. I can't just be like, I'm going on 150 <laughs> dates this year. But I would yeah. hire because for multiple reasons, I'd have to first convince a girl to like go out, and then, <laughs> and then that costs a lot of money. Sure, most girls go on 150 dates and pay for zero. That's a them. good point. I would hire a gigolo. I would want no touching. Right. Maybe a makeout at the end, but only <laughs> to compliment me the entire right. time. That's all I'd want yeah. to be like. First of all, you are you're the smartest person I've ever met. Like, we start there and then to be like, you are, I love your hair and I want to know your entire process behind right. it. Like, yeah. what made you decide? So just go get a gay best just, friend. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you need no, Gigolo for? No, but I need him to be like, Deeply attracted to me, oh, and it's like, yeah. and it's fucking with him because it's not part of his job. But he's like, I'm really falling for this one. Like that's the thing you'd <laughs> yeah. have to feel. There is gonna be a version of that kind of sex robot for oh, women. For women. So for men, they're just gonna have like super exaggerated like features, yeah. and it's just gonna go. Please give it to me. Please give it. <laughs> and then the women version is gonna oh, be like, so you good. are beautiful. I want to hang out with you. Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. Like, you should write that book. Oh God, it's so depressing. But I, yeah. Kevin, I wish I had investigated that further with a Japanese person while I was there because yes, it is like that movie, Her, where they do have, and that the mothers yeah. of these young men are like losing their minds. They're like, you have to stop it. Yeah. This isn't real. You need to have a girlfriend. Yeah. It's really creepy. Yeah. Well, every time you see an article like, man marries his phone, it's it's oh. a bit so Japanese, dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know, man Is marries it? his his yeah. pet whatever thing. Man engaged to fiber optic cables. Well, yeah. Is it like, those, okay. Well, is it like those people that are like, I'm in a relationship with the Eiffel Tower? Like those people? <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I'm in love with a bridge? I mean, yeah. the times I've seen Japanese pornography, Yeah. the way the dudes... I've never seen Japanese pornography. What is it like? The guys are kind of golem like where it's <gasps> like hunched over. Oh, and like it's very like a, thin. It's frenetic. It's a lot of like... <laughs> It's just it's it's yeah. very strange. It's different. And then the women don't. They're not like they're not like American female adult film actresses where they're like hyper into it and hyper right. worked up. They're more just like no 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 no. no. Yeah, this, I, I don't know. Yeah, about this. they're very. They're, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's like there's that. a lot of like. Like almost, you're like, is if I keep watching this, someone's getting raped. Like that's how well, you. Like every, you know, I can't tell you. How, most most of them, it's always like women are are the the instigators, right? Yeah, they're like, like oh, you're a plumber, plumber, let's bone. Right, exactly. Yeah. But in, it's always oh, like a girl funny. on the train, and then a dude just starts rubbing up against her. She's like, no, 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 stop, stop, stop. Yeah. And then it just kind of happens, and you're like, did I just watch a rape, or is that just kind of like <laughs> she yeah. was? And you can't tell. So it's not sexy. Like the genres no. in Japan are like, help, please don't stop. <laughs> yeah. Get away from me. I'm calling the police. Like, those yeah. are all the genres. Oh, my God. And I think, I mean, imagine being a girl and that's what dudes 
That, like it's it's almost like the perception is like oh girls don't like me girls won't find me attractive oh. so it's just this kind of like obsessive like I can't help myself like wow. I think like a part of it too there's like since everyone's so courteous and respectful yes. of space and, and all that kind of stuff how do you flirt that the taboo yeah. in porn the taboo is just not being right. respectful. Do what so, I say. So the subway one, I saw one of the subway ones. Oh dear! And it Japanese was Japanese subway porn. Yeah, it was. Oh, it's, a, it's, it's it. It was this girl like standing there, and she wasn't really scantily Were they in clad. A real train. You know, I mean, I don't. I have no idea if it was a real train, but <laughs> they I mean, probably it, have a fake train. Yeah, or they set. just like that filmed like it. A big budget. They probably filmed it on an empty train, like Ooh. in the middle of the night okay. or something. Yeah. Because because nothing really happened. So yeah. it was this girl standing there wearing kind of regular clothing, and these four or five Japanese businessmen. You know, this dude just standing there. And then they just kind of kept getting like closer to her yeah. and closer. And then she would stand there and not really like say or, or do anything. And um, and then she just like you'd get a little bit more uncomfortable. And the guys would just get closer. And then once they got right up on her, they would just like sort of like wipe their hands across her and yeah. just like. But fully get, clothed. Yeah. Was clothed. Get gropey, but not like rapey it was just like what are they do they not know she's there like their hands kept moving across and then she would just get uncomfortable and they would just get closer and closer and their hands would just kind of this sounds rapish. nightmare. Yeah. Guess what? I've had and things then, like that happen to me on the New York City subway, yeah. and it's not hot or cool. And yeah. it went on like that for like four. I just like fast forward a little. No. Bit. I'm like, where does this go? Like, does <laughs> yeah. she eventually just start blowing all these guys yeah. and go, "Oh, I love it." It turns out, but it didn't. They just kept doing that, and it never escalated beyond that point. And then end of video. That's a real cultural specificity. Yeah, it sounds like. Wait, I have two things to tell you on that note quickly. Yeah. So we went to a a town called Hakone, uh-huh. which is like in, in the hills and they're famous for their um, hot springs, okay. which they call onsen. Uh-huh. And they're beautiful, uh, naturally occurring hot springs. Yeah. They also have the Hakone Open Air Museum, which was the best museum I've ever been to in my life. It is a modern art open air museum. It's mm-hmm. beautiful, Whoa. huge sculptures outside. And then they have randomly there the most beautiful Picasso museum. It's super oh. random in the hills of this Japanese town. Anyway, you got to go to Hakone. If you go to Japan, you got to gotta go to Hakone. So the, we went to the onsen at the hotel we were staying at, and the men and the women are divided, but it's children and adults. You all, it's like a family thing. Like kids do it, and you have to be naked. You can't be clothed because it, like you have to shower first because your natural oils can't get into the spring water. Anyway, <laughs> the women were all naked. Yeah. And my daughter, who's nine and a half, you know, was like, really embarrassed right. and just like ah, like freaking out and I was like you don't have to do it if you don't want to she was like I want to try it she I don't know if this is inappropriate she was obsessed because all the Japanese women had full bush right? oh that's weird and now I've I've really talked myself into a corner with this one because <laughs> I realized that my yeah. daughter is not an adult so she hasn't yeah. seen a lot of naked people the point is in America we don't have full bush no. yeah. so she was like why do they all Oh, no. Have and I was like, oh. we will talk about that later. Oh, I don't know who speaks English here, and that was it. Was just it just made me laugh, and that was started a discussion with her about cultural mores. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. The Japanese woman very petite. I mean, obviously, you can't make a generalization about a group of people, but mostly petite. No, no trimming of any. Yeah, uh, well, they're generally a hair. hairless people. I guess so. Maybe they keep the one yeah part where there's hair. Yeah, which that was interesting. Okay, and then on the trains if you go on the trains during rush hour it's the weirdest thing ever because the courtesy aspect there's an exception 
where they will shove on those motherfucking trains. They will shove so many people on those trains. Yeah. You don't understand. So I, it was my husband and I and a guide. I have not laughed that hard in a long, long time. Yeah. So we're going on a train. And also there's a very orderly line about who gets, you stand to the left you wait until everybody gets off and then you enter. You do not like in America. I'm like, my favorite thing is I'm like, could you let me get out of the fucking elevator before yeah. you shove your fat ass in? Like, yeah. let me out. It's called e- ingress and egress. They are, they've got that down in Japan. Yeah. So the doors opened. I was, people started to go in. We were like, right when it was our turn to go in, I was like, let's just wait for the next train. Like this is <laughs> insane. And then I'm not kidding. 25 more people behind me then shoved and like you couldn't believe the train could absorb that many people yeah so we went on the next one and wow. when i tell you i, I i'm having never, like a panic attack just imagine no no you don't it understand right i it is truly packed like sardines i have never been that physically close to strangers in a public place in my life when i tell you it like you're just caught in a sea of people oh my god and i mean not even an inch from every part of your body and here's what's amazing. How do you get off the Nobody train? Nobody talks. People are like reading. I'm like, how are you reading? Like, how are they even holding anything? <laughs> it is dead silent. And there was not. And I am a, I am cursed by being a super smeller. There was not one negative smell. It smelled like soap. Nobody, what? There was not a breath. There was not a B.O. If a you, B.O.? <laughs> if you were that close on a New York City subway, I'm not kidding, you would die. First of all, you get shanked raped and yeah, then die yeah. from the smell like yeah. it just wouldn't happen you'd get on the train you'd get off with jaundice i would be yeah. pregnant yeah. i would for sure have hiv yeah you'd get I mean, hbv before you got on the plane and i would have been injected with heroin like yeah. it would have been a yeah. hundred yeah. different things would have happened yeah um this was like it was the most orderly but and my husband and i we i could not stop laughing like i was just dying laughing because it was the weirdest physical position to be in it was very interesting and that's common everyday occurrence i can't even fathom a world people would be screaming at each other like get the fuck off me like it would be insane and then half the people would then go to the 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 train people and be like you have to do something (laughs) yeah this is unacceptable they'd be flipping out if i look in a train car and there's more than like 13 people i'm like that thing's packed wait for the next one (laughs) if they if more than three people are going to get in an elevator i will go up 15 flights oh for sure yeah Uh 100 percent. wait for the next one yeah Yeah, i'm good and if there's like two people taking the stairs i'm like because i'm going home like i'm not going up to wherever i was going (laughs) i'm just gonna turn around elevators are the same way they pack the elevators in like crazy so if you have claustrophobia not a great country to be in wow my, my general thing I want to leave you with is the thing that was so great about it is it's a, it's a very foreign country. Like, Europe is way less foreign than going, I think, to an Asian There's country. a lot of English speakers and yeah, all it that. it feels, it's Western. That's my one, my, that would be my one, like, uh, worry about going to a country like that is, like, no one speaks English and how difficult is it going to be to get around. But it's good for you. It's really, right. really good for you because it really, like, it pulls you out of your daily life and you get it as corny as the sounds you get a new perspective and it's really good for you because you know what you do figure it out and you're like I'm gonna get lost but that's okay like I can yeah. get lost and figure it out and it empowers you like now I have like I got the travel bug back I wish I had endless money because I would go everywhere another huge perk of going to Japan is there's just no terrorism and we saw tons of Australians Europeans, tons of Americans. Yeah. And I asked, I was like, why are there so many 
you know, people from Western countries here and they were like, because this is probably the one place you can travel. You don't have to be scared yeah. of anything because we were thinking, you know, my, my daughter is now old enough to travel and I, it's important to me and I want to bring her with us. And we were thinking about maybe going to London and Paris yeah. and then the Brussels airport attack happened. And I was yeah. like, I can take a pass on that for a little yeah. bit. So anyway, I don't want to be a downer, but my point is it's good for you to go to a very different place. But again, I also want to say different place that is a, very fancy first world country so it's hardly <laughs> like you're it's not like you're going to you know Myanmar in the jungles where there's a civil war like right. this is uh-huh. super fancy but in my head I feel like the shopping's probably so good that it you, is so good Kevin. like you pack like just enough clothes for maybe a few days you're like no I'm gonna buy clothes but that's what we did yeah we bought, we did all carry on and then just brought an duffels, empty suitcase and yeah. then we checked on the way home it's it's yeah. the best shopping you've ever seen in your life. It's just on another level. Like they have entire malls dedicated to like one or two types of clothing or something yeah. like that. My one of my friends who lives in New York used to travel to to Tokyo for work a lot, and he would just and New York's a great city to shop in. Yeah. And he was like, I barely shop in New York mm-hmm. now that my job is sending me there yeah. like twice a year. So he just waits, goes to Tokyo, buys the greatest shit you can ever imagine, and then brings it all home. And it just doesn't compare. He says like, it just I doesn't. Would- didn't mean to interrupt you, but there's no, a no. store called Loop Wheeler in mm. Japan, which I read about, and I was like, I need to go there, and they make sweatshirts, mm. and the sweatshirts are like two or three hundred dollars, and it's and I was like, what's going on with these sweatshirts that are so expensive? Because I love like a fancy sweat that's like my main yeah, area. free people. Well, no, it's more of an Aviator Nation, okay. like a Monroe. Oh, wow. Free people's not for me. But my point is, sorry, Kevin. Um, even a free city, I'll still do. I, I mean, I almost burned days. down free people. It was so expensive. I was so insulted. Yeah. The, you go there and you're like, this is the finest quality I've ever felt in my life. I feel like a better person wearing these clothes. Yeah. Like there's just such attention to detail. Everything's just really good. <laughs> it's just great, you guys. I just strongly encourage you. Yeah, I've, I've always wanted to go just there. Just find a way to get there. And like, because my husband and I were saying, we're going to be married. This is crazy. This fall, 17 years. Mm-hmm. And he was like, for our 20th anniversary, because he was like, I, I, I got to go back without a kid. Japan. Like we got to go back without a kid. Yeah. So he was like, for our 20th anniversary, let's go back to Japan. And by the way, you can do it. You you can fly coach. You can do it. Like, it's not that big yeah. of a deal. People do it all the time. And if you fly on a Japanese airline, it's like the hotels. People say, like, there's not a huge difference between, like, a two-star hotel and a five-star hotel because the service is so goddamn good everywhere. Right. You know what I mean? And it's so clean. Yeah. That even, like, their equivalent of, like, a Holiday Inn is lovely. Right. You know? What was That's- it? Did you notice a lot of... Um- like American imprints there where there were like a lot of like McDonald's and yeah. like Western influence. Was there it a was, lot of that? Or? It made me laugh when there was like a Yoshinoya on the street. I'm what like, who the, the fuck? What? He said a Yoshinoya <laughs> in Japan where you can get the real thing, the good stuff. That's like when people visit here and then they want Mexican food and they go to Chipotle. Yeah, I'm like, exactly. you're in LA, you idiot. Exactly. We're um, going to that place that looks like it shut down six months ago. <laughs> That's where the good Mexican food is. 100%. Yeah, if yeah. you can't tell if it's open, it's decent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Literally, there's an old lady who has like a, a sterno on the corner of Western, and that's <laughs> yeah. the best shit you're ever gonna fucking eat. There is, it is not accredited. Yeah, the city if you want a hot dog, it. you don't go to Pink's. You find a concert. Yes. You go to the outside of the concert. Right, right, right. There's a lady with a cart. Yeah. She, you can smell her from a hundred yards away. You're like, wait, uh-huh. is that the faint? Is that, I smell onions cooking. Are those? Yeah. 
the best hot dogs on the face of the planet. Oh, they're so good. God damn, they're good. There's a hot dog resurgence in my life recently that's pretty exciting. Is there really? Yeah. Where do you go? Well, I... I, I'll be honest with you. We might I, have to do... I go to Tommy... Uh, Tommy Burgers has no. really good... Did chili, you so get does Fat Burger. the email I sent you? Yes, I did. Oh, I'm sorry, the link. Yeah, okay. okay. Tommy so, Burgers, for their 70th anniversary, is going to be selling... Hamburgers for seventy cents. Oh my yeah. god! And I'm gonna go. When is the line? <laughs> I think is gonna you, be out. The it's door. gonna be insane. Yeah. Wait, have you been to Shake Shack yet? Uh, a couple times. Is it good? What it's, is yeah, Shake really Shack? They're opening one right by my house. I ha- Is it? Uh-huh. But is it worth that ridiculous wait? Is no, it- I waited till the line. Well, what happened was I, it opened, and I'm like, I will not think about this place for a month and a half because yeah. there's no point. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. the lines were an hour I, and a half. I drove by it every day, and I was oh, yeah. like, really? It's crazy. Two hour line. It, it's not worth it because yeah. I've had it in New York before. So then one day I was riding my bike past it, and I just glance over. I'm like, well, there's a single fucking person, and I fucking race home, shower, change, get in the car, <laughs> drive right back to where I was, and fucking wolf down a bird. Is it good? It was really good, yeah. Okay, I am going to propose that we do another food podcast. Yes. Done. And by the way, I've had a lot of random people, like, we did that podcast several months ago, randomly, like, tweet me something, write something on my Instagram about that ice cream podcast, which I still... I feel like lines were drawn <laughs> and, and things were said that can't be taken. I, I agree. Cause I was polishing off a uh, pint of thrifty's award-winning mint chocolate chip mm-hmm. ice cream. And every time I look at that thing, I go fucking less. Yeah. <laughs> Hate eat it and think of me. Yeah. Um, I go, how dare she say the things she said? I think we should do. Shake uh, shack. Uh-huh. I think we should do in and out. I think yeah. we should do fat burger. Yeah. And like maybe a Tommy's or is you, that not fair? Tommy's is... Tom, most people legitimately hate Tommy's. Okay. It's just so... It's such a far out there... So wait... Because it's just like chili cheese. I meet people so... One of one of the girl's friends was like, I love Tommy's. And I was like, you're a unicorn. I never... First of all, <laughs> yeah. a woman that yeah. eats at Tommy's? <laughs> yeah. And she's like, oh, I lie about it. But I, I'll like roll into that place. And I'm like, are you serious? Yeah. Like the fact that she was like, no, I love that place. I, I never meet anyone who loves it. Could ever. There, is there a fourth option? Shake Shack, In-N-Out, Fat Burger. I feel like people are screaming listening to this. Like, Shake Shack. Um, the Habit is a good one. Mm. What's Five Guys? Is that oh, five Guys would be the guys, other one. That's yeah. a good, because okay. that's a chain. That's like right around there. It separates there, yeah. itself. That's not a McDonald's. That's right, right. like a nicer chain. Okay. Yeah. Right. I think we've got ourselves a competition. I think we can do that. <laughs> I think we need to do that. Can, I mean, can, we'd have to just break up the city and everyone go drive and get like sure. two of them. Yeah. Yeah, well, Five Guys and Shake Shack are right across the street from each other in West Hollywood. Are we going to do shakes, too? That would be a lot. They'll I melt. Mean, you won't get them here in time. Which for In-N-Out, though, is good because it takes like three hours for that thing to I melt to where you shakes. can drink I it. Their, yeah. shakes, their shakes taste like nothing to me. I, lo- I love Yeah, they're shakes. just they're, I mean, all they're the shakes at those places are pretty b- straightforward. Shake Shack is really good. Well, they do these things called concretes where What's they have... That? Sorry. <laughs> Wait, What's that? concrete? So, what fucking genius named it that? I know, I know. Because just the name alone, you're like, this has got to be intense. Because it looks intense. like concrete is being poured out of is a... Is it like a Wendy's Biggie where you need a spoon? You do. You do need a spoon. Tell you me cannot. everything. Oh. Tell me everything so about it's, concrete. It's, <laughs> oh, my God. It's ice cream based, obviously. I've literally never been more interested in anything <laughs> than what you're telling me now. Oh, right. <laughs> so they have them in... Uh, they're different in each city. So this, this is like the L.A. concrete, okay. which is... Um, <laughs> They have, uh, a, I think it's like a Krispy Kreme donut or some donut <gasps> from somewhere out here. It's not Krispy Kreme that they chop up and put in what? there. You motherfucker! Like, what are you talking about? How dare chip. you? They have like all these crazy ingredients what? that they blend in to this thing, and then they serve it with like a spoon, and you have to like 
They got to okay because Fat Sal's is a thing like a cheesecake. It's a cheesecake shake and it has oh a bigger God. straw because of chunks. <gasps> yeah, yeah, it's kind of like it's similar to that, but they yeah. have like I mean, one of them has just giant chunks of brownie just thrown in there. Oh my! It's almost God. like a half blended sundae, oh, but yeah. it's I mean they're so good. They're Fuck. so good. I feel like I'm gonna start crying. <laughs> <laughs> like my face, like I feel. Shake like Shack's kind of on your way home. Oh my! God. Yeah, it's uh, it's good. The burgers are are good. And the fries are just whatever. You have to ask for the fries well done. I want my fry yeah. like a potato chip crispy. Yeah, that's what you have to do it in and out too. Oh, I, yeah. Do you ask for well done fries? Sometimes. Because sometimes I get them animal style and I don't really yeah, care if they are. Because then you can eat it with a fork You know, that way. McDonald's is, they're experimenting with self-serve where mm. you don't have to deal with anyone. And I really just wish we could... I got to say, when I, I wish that was the way it was at all these places. Mm. I don't want to interact with a human. It, it's hard for me because it's just yeah. like, I fucking know. Like, it feels like I just, I want to do it stealth and under the radar. And yeah. that, that personal interaction is tough for me. Like, I can't explain it. But when I go to In-N-Out and they say, are you eating this in your car? Yeah. <laughs> and then I say, yes. Yeah. I feel like they're like, you fucking pathetic Do you want loser. some extra napkins for the tears? And you're yes. like, yes, yeah. please. Exactly. And they give you that. 